0: For 12 23 this is the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup, reading you the news so you don't have to, and in no particular order. Maine has become the second state, following Colorado, to disqualify Donald Trump from its ballot for the U.S. presidential primary election, citing his involvement in the Capitol attack. The exclusion of Trump from its ballots in Maine and potentially other states raises significant legal questions, likely setting the stage for a resolution by the U.S. Supreme Court. In a significant shift in hiring practices, did you get a college degree? Well, that might not be necessary anymore as 45% of companies are planning to remove bachelor's degree requirements for certain positions in the upcoming year. This trend is gaining momentum among high-profile corporations such as Google, Delta Airlines, IBM, Dell, and Bank of America, all of which have made public announcements about dropping these educational prerequisites. And by 2023, over half of the companies, accounting for 55%, have already eliminated bachelor degree requirements for new roles, which is signaling a broader revaluation of qualifications and skills in the modern job market. Or maybe it's too expensive to get one and these businesses still need people to run their business, so seems like an easy thing to do. The United States has embarked on its 7th mission of its X-37B rocket space plane, marking a first as it was launched aboard a SpaceX Falcon Heavy rocket. The X-37B is designed for experimental purposes, with its mission focused on exploring and expanding the limits of space capabilities. An appeals court has rejected former President Donald Trump's bid to postpone his impending defamation trial, leading to its progression as initially planned. The court's unanimous decision was based on the finding that Trump had delayed excessively in formulating a defense taking three years after the incident in question. The trial is set to establish the extent of damages owed by Trump to columnist E. Jean Carroll, who has accused him of making defamatory remarks. BlendJet has initiated a recall of approximately 4.8 million of its BlendJet 2 portable blenders, citing significant safety concerns, including risks of laceration and fire hazards. The primary issue identified is the blades will break off during operation, along with instances of the blenders overheating or catching fire. In response to these risks, consumers are being strongly strongly urged to cease using the recalled blenders? What?! Strong, how about you just tell them to stop using it? You don't have to say strongly. Wow. Wow. Still saying strongly urged. That's just, if you got it, don't use it. Send it and get in touch with BlendJet. My God. Strongly urged. Ugh. Well, moving on. Boeing has issued a directive to airlines to conduct inspections on all 737 MAX jets globally following the discovery of a bolt with a missing nut in the rudder control linkage mechanism on one of these aircraft. I bet you what was happening is there was maintenance being done, and they got done putting it back together, and somebody went, hey, does this thing go to anything? And they're like, nah. Reverend Dr. William J. Barber II, a prominent civil rights activist, faced an unfortunate incident at an AMC theater in North Carolina where he was asked to leave due to his disability. Barber, who relies on a specialized chair because of a severe arthritic condition, was reportedly asked to exit the theater by AMC employees who raised concerns about fire hazards. When Barber requested to view the policy that necessitated his removal, the theater staff called the police. And following this incident, AMC issued an apology and their chairman and CEO has expressed intentions to meet with Barber to address the situation personally. I wonder how bad their stock hit. Because remember when their stock just blew up along with GameStop? I wonder how, how bad it got hurt because of this. Hmm. Paul Whelan, a former U.S. Marine who has been detained in Russia for five years, is urgently appealing to President Joe Biden for decisive action to secure his release. Whelan has expressed his frustration over the unsuccessful efforts of the U.S. to obtain his freedom and has voiced concerns about his safety while in prison. His family shares these concerns, deeply worried about the impact of the prolonged imprisonment on Wayland's well-being and the distressing possibility that they may never see him again. The United States has intercepted a drone and an anti-ship ballistic missile launched by Houthi rebels in the Southern Red Sea, representing the 22nd such attempt to attack international shipping since October 19th. These recurrent assaults on vessels transversing the Red Sea, a crucial maritime route handling 12% of global trade, have led the United States and other countries to establish a naval task force dedicated to safeguarding shipping in the region. A federal judge in Georgia has approved new voting districts that simultaneously preserve Republican dominance and address previous issues of illegal dilution of minority votes. These new sanctioned maps are expected to uphold the existing Republican majority in Georgia's congressional delegation, as well as in the state's Senate and House for the 2024 elections. One notable impact of this redistricting is the alteration of Democratic Representative Lucy McBath's district in the Atlanta suburbs, a change that could necessitate her candidacy in a newly drawn district. John Gow, I think, G-O-W, the former chancellor of the University of Wisconsin-La Crosse, was terminated by the university's regents due to his involvement in producing and appearing in pornographic videos. The regents cited significant reputational damage to the university as the reason for his dismissal, although specific details of the allegations were not disclosed. Gao has contested the decision, asserting that it infringes upon his right to free speech. Despite his removal as chancellor, Gao continues to hold a faculty position, currently on paid administrative leave. Now, I'm wondering, I'm not going to check, but I'm wondering uh, if he did anything on campus because then the, the college might have a case there. But doing porn is free speech. I'd like to hear the arguments on that. Just curious. Like my search history. Moving on. Beginning in January 2024, New Long, California mandates that police officers must clearly state the reason for a traffic stop before posing any additional questions. This measure is designed to curb the practice of pretextual stops, wherein the officers will use minor traffic violations as a basis to search for evidence of more serious crimes. Additionally, the law places an obligation on law enforcement agencies to closely monitor and ensure adherence to this protocol. They are required to document and report the specific reasons for all traffic stops. They are also required to document and report the specific reasons for all traffic stops. The U.S. military has enacted a new law that significantly alters its approach to handling major crimes, including sexual assault, by appointing independent lawyers to oversee investigations and prosecutions, thereby reducing the role of commanders in these processes. This reform was prompted by a concerning rise in reported sexual assaults and harassment within the military, highlighted by a 13% spike in reported assaults in 2021. The NBA Board of Governors has unanimously greenlit the sale of the Dallas Mavericks with Miriam Alderson and the Dumont family acquiring a substantial 73% stake in the team. This transaction, valued at a hefty $3.5 billion, is set to be finalized later this week. The sales timing aligns with the expiration of the Mavericks lease in 2031. Miriam Alderson, whose net worth is an impressive $32.3 billion, now stands as the third richest owner in American professional sports. Despite the change in majority ownership, Mark Cuban will maintain a minority stake in the team. Cuban is set to continue his role as the alternate governor and retain control over basketball operations, while Sivian Dumont, president and COO of the Las Vegas Sands Corporation, will step in as the new team governor. Russian and U.S. space agencies have reached an agreement to extend their collaboration on the ISS until at least 2025. Now, this cooperation ensures the continued presence of both Russian and American crew members on the ISS. A key feature of the agreement is the implementation of cross-flights, where one U.S. astronaut will be part of a Russian spacecraft crew and one Russian cosmonaut will join an American crew. This strategy is aimed at maintaining the reliability and smooth functioning of ISS operations. A U.S. judge has turned down Alibaba's request to dismiss a lawsuit filed by Kelly Toys, which accuses the e-commerce giants of allowing the sale of counterfeit toys on its online platforms. Kelly Toys alleges that Alibaba not only neglected its internal policies, but also awarded gold supplier status to merchants involved in infringement. Although Alibaba has not issued a response to these accusations, Judge Furman has ruled that the lawsuit must proceed. His decision is based on the plausible allegations by Kelly Toys that Alibaba was aware of and actively contributed to the violation of copyright and trademark laws. Comedian Kevin Hart has initiated a lawsuit against YouTuber Latasha Kibi, I think that's how you pronounce it, am I going to look it up? No! Accusing her of extortion. Hart alleges that KeeBee demanded a six-figure ransom in exchange for not releasing a potentially damaging interview with his former assistant. Furthermore, Hart claims that an associate of KeeBee also threatened to publish the interview unless he paid $250,000, cautioning that the content could harm his reputation. KeeBee, known for her history of producing defamatory content about celebrities, including Cardi B, has previously faced legal repercussions and was found liable in a defamation lawsuit. The mayors of Chicago, New York City, and Denver are appealing for increased federal assistance and better coordination with Texas in response to the growing influx of asylum seekers being transported to their cities. This situation stems from Republican Governor Greg Abbott's initiative, which has sent over 80,000 migrants to various Democrat-led cities, placing significant financial pressure on these municipalities. John Clark, an Albuquerque native and former economist, has been appointed as the state investment officer for New Mexico, where he will oversee the state's substantial savings and trust accounts valued at $49 billion. This appointment comes at a crucial time, as New Mexico's state investments have grown in significance, largely driven by the booming oil and natural gas production in the Permian Basin. And finally... Russell Hamler, the last reputed member of the renowned World War II jungle fighting unit known as Morrell's Marauders, passed away at the age of 99. His son Jeffrey confirmed the death without specifying the cause. Hamler, who was born in Pittsburgh in 1924, enlisted in the Army at 18. His unit, the 5307 Composite Unit Provisional, assembled by President Franklin D. Roosevelt in 1943, was tasked with a secretive, challenging mission in Japanese-occupied Burma, which is now Myanmar. Morrell's Marauders, named after the Commander Brigadier General Frank Morrell, played a crucial role in disrupting Japanese communications and supply lines. They were known for their grueling 1,000-mile trek through Burma's jungles and mountains, engaging in numerous battles and enduring harsh conditions, including disease and malnutrition. Starting with 3,000 soldiers, only about 200 remained in the fight by the mission's end. Amler himself was wounded in the battle and spent over 10 days immobilized before being rescued. After the war, the Marauders, including Hamler, received numerous honors, such as the Congressional Gold Medal and individual decorations. Hamler was awarded a Bronze Star and a Purple Heart. Post-war, he worked as an aircraft mechanic for the Transworld Airlines until his retirement in 1985. And with that, that has been the news for 122823 23 here in the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup. Hope y'all are getting ready for the long party that's coming up, and hopefully you'll have a good time. Come back here tomorrow, please, 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 please.